We all have our favorite television networks we like to watch. So imagine what it would be like to create your own television network with all the programs you enjoy. Well, today, my guest is doing just that. So let's meet him on an all-new episode of Up Next. Hi, everyone. It's John Contratti, and thanks for tuning in to Up Next. I was watching TV one night couple months ago just going through the channels and i didn't know what to watch and i came across this station to had some of some of my favorite old television shows and noticed there's some christmas movies on and like this is a channel that i find very relaxing and i really enjoy watching so the more i watched and i was like well i wonder who started this uh station i want to know more about this person so my guest today is the president and ceo of gac media which brings us to wonderful stations, GAC Family and GAC Living. Welcome, Bill Abbott. Hi, Bill. Hey, John. Thanks so much. That's awfully uh, kind of you to say. And, you know, awareness is our biggest obstacle right now because it's such a crowded environment. And, uh, you know, it's not the easiest thing to find a new station, a new network on your on your cable uh, outlet or your virtual provider. So glad you came across us. I'm happy to be here. Oh, thank you. So I... When I was doing my research, I found, you know, Bill Abbott. I'm like, well, I'm going to look up on Twitter, see if he's out there. So we tweeted back and forth, and uh, he was kind enough to come on the show today. So let's start from the beginning. Uh, where'd you grow up, Bill? Ah, uh, Oyster Bay, Long Island. Ah, all right. You're a Long Island person, just like myself. Bill uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, looking and doing my research on you, you went to college, and your major was? Uh, English, English literature. So, uh, I love, love to read and love literature and 18th and 19th century novels, especially. So which direction are we going to go with that? Are we going to become a teacher? Um, so, uh, at one point I thought maybe law school, but then I thought I, I, you know, I got into, I wanted to teach. And at the same time, uh, you know, the, the, the system of getting your teaching, your education degree is a, is I think, you know, way too complicated for uh, its own good in a lot of ways. And so I uh, got a job in advertising and it went to school at night for my graduate uh, degree at Hofstra here on Long Island. And the secondary ed program was just not uh, kind of what I wanted to do from the point of view of just the classes and the, the different aspects that, you know, you really needed to, to fulfill to teach. And so I kind of got frustrated with that. And at the same time, my career was doing well. And I'll tell you, I mean, I have so much respect for teachers too. I, I uh, it's a tough, tough occupation and one that I really, you know, I, I respect and, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know that I would have been able to do so uh, actually i went to hofstra university i went for elementary ed in hofstra university Ah, hofstra too so okay so so you went into media but at a young age did media interest you did you like television growing up yeah i love tv i love the business of ratings and why people watch things and why they do well and you know kind of why they run where they run so it was always something i was curious about right Uh, so when you got into media did you have a mentor did someone introduce you to this field? Uh, so my dad was on the publishing side, so I was in and around it a little bit for him. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, he, he uh, 
so you know through friends of his i wound up in the on the ad agency side but then i kind of made my own way and went in a different direction went into research which is i love numbers and that's kind of where i moved from the ad agency side and uh uh really enjoyed that aspect of the business so you've been in the business would you say about 30 years in the media business uh yeah you're telling me oh, yes <laughs> so where did you start yeah, a little more uh so i started at a small agency called madler and larimer and with all the agency consolidation it's no longer uh in business uh was bought up by by uh oh boy probably BBDO at the time. Uh, and then I moved to Celtel, which was a TV rep firm that reps uh, stations across the country, both affiliate broadcast stations and independent stations. And long story short is you work on, as a researcher, 15 to 20 different markets around the country. And, you know, you work on everything from Miami to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And, you know, through that experience, you've learned so much about what works, what doesn't, what programming resonates, what scheduling looks like across, you know, independents, affiliates, and uh, it's a lot of a great learning experience. Plus, you get to manage people at a very young age. Uh, and, and to me, that is some experiences. You, you make a lot of mistakes when you're a manager uh, for the first time and better to make them early and make, uh, make them and places where uh, it's expected rather than make them later on. Not that I don't make mistakes. I make my share, believe me. <laughs> so you worked for Crown Media. How many years is that? Uh, so is there 20 years? Okay. So for people out there, Crown Media, we know it's a Hallmark channel, Hallmark movies and mysteries, and all those Christmas movies and Home and Family, all the shows that we would watch. So what makes one person then decide to create their own network, like move on and start anew? Well, yeah, there's so much need for family content in the market and, and in this space. And uh, the, you know, it's pretty scary, quite frankly, the amount of content that's out there that the majority, vast majority of content is salacious and just is uh, not appropriate for most, for any member of the family, really. And so, you know, from my point of view, it's pretty easy uh open space and something I really am passionate about and wanted to do. Right. So for those, anyone who wants to start their own network, so in a nutshell, basically, where do you begin? How does one start to do that? Well, uh, you need a, a good group of investors and investors that are, that understand the space and understand the story and are committed to it and committed to family programming. And I was fortunate enough, to hook up with some people who really had the contacts and wherewithal to get a deal like that done. And uh, we identified, you know, a couple of channels that were, we believe under-programmed and, and uh, were potentially up for sale. And so when we saw those networks, uh, when we approached the, the, the owners and entered into an agreement to buy them, uh, we, you know, did that with the intention of creating family-friendly content. And that's a very complicated, that's the only the beginning because then you have to go through the due diligence of the background of, you know, the affiliation agreements and the advertising deals and all the programming commitments and make sure you're not getting yourself in too deep with something that's uh, not going to be uh, successful. 
Right. So GAC family this year had 12 original Christmas movies. And yeah. then you had the movie Winter Palace with Danica McKellar and Harmony from the Heart with Jesse Metcalf. So we could be expecting a lot more movies to come in the future. Yeah, we're very excited. Uh, we partnered with MPCA, who was uh, Hallmark's leading producer for the last eight years, produced their highest rated, highest quality content. And uh, they've moved over to work with us and uh, they're really smart. They get the space and they produce One Calls the Heart on uh, a series as well. And they've done a lot of movies on Netflix and others. So we're happy to be working with them and uh, excited about the slate for 2022, going through scripts right now. And casting and all the decisions that hopefully will create a, a great slate as we move forward here into the year. When you make the films, where are most of them filmed? Are they filmed all in the United States or across the world? Where are they filmed? So historically, we've made our movies in, in Vancouver and uh, Canada across you know, various regions and territories there. Uh, but we're really looking at bringing our content creation back to the U.S., or to the U.S. and you know the Canadian government is very generous with tax credits and so you know the economic model definitely is uh, one that is uh, more beneficial to be filming in Canada. But as one of our smart board members calls it, it's an intentional inefficiency in that we are looking at migrating back to the U.S. and really promoting the content that we make is made in America and is great and in the U.S. and is great American country, great American uh, family and great American living under the great American media umbrella. We feel like, you know, we want to produce as many movies as we can in the U.S. I just was in Oklahoma City yesterday looking at different locations in Oklahoma and, you know, we're looking at Oklahoma, Kentucky, Texas, uh, at really anywhere that uh, might offer uh, some advantages to, to shoot uh, movies. Uh, one part of GAC Family's appeal are the classic sitcoms that are on there throughout the day and sometimes over the weekend. Who's the Boss, Father Knows Best, I Dream of Genie, and uh, Bewitched, which, which is my personal favorite. Um, how are those shows chosen? So there isn't a lot of family content out there. If you, if, if you look in the last 20 years, uh, it'd be real hard to find a show that you can watch in its entirety with your family and not have some point that would make you uncomfortable if you're with a 10-year-old or someone that, you know, there's a situation just, you know, you have to run for the remote. And so as we looked and curated the list, you really have to go back far in time to find things that are feel good, positive, and just again, you know, 24 seven family friendly. And those shows to me are, uh, Jeannie happens to be my favorite. Those shows are funny. They are very well written. They're well cast. And while they're retro in many ways, people really do long for nostalgia and long for that, that type of content that they, spent a lot of time with growing up and uh, and so we focused on those that were family friendly and we're adding full house to the schedule beginning on monday oh great speaking of the classic sitcoms people knew i was interviewing today they want to know what happened to hazel <laughs> <laughs> hazel uh you know we we 
we're finding our way here. And as you mentioned at the top, you kind of stumbled across the channel. We're finding that a lot of people do that. And so we're trying to present as wide an offering as we can, mixing up our shows and our content to see what's resonating the best. And so Hazel and Father Knows Best were the two we acquired first that made up a good portion of the schedule at the start. And so now as we've rolled out Who's the Boss and we've uh, at, that started December 1st, much later than the others, and then uh, Bewitched and Genie, we've, we've uh, uh, put Hazel on the back burner until March and then we'll uh, kind of reevaluate. We're just trying to get the schedule nailed down with the additional full house and see what, you know, where we are after a full six month period of the sitcoms being on the air. Are there certain sitcoms of the past that you would like to get on the network? You know, I think once we have full house, I think we'll be in a pretty good shape, pretty good shape. You know, you've, uh, if you, again, if you look at what, you know, that, what's available and what has been produced recently. It's tough. Uh, we're, we're uh, very interested in Fuller House. That is, uh, you know, the, the reboot of Full House. I think that would be great. But other than that, I think everything, everything else is either spoken for or doesn't fit the, the positive, family-friendly, just feel good. You know, you get home from work. The last thing a lot of people want to do is have – you know, more problems or see, you know, situations again, you know, that, that, that make them uncomfortable. And so we just want to be that lean back experience in a linear space that you can count on and you know what you're going to get when you turn on, on our network. Right. I was looking at the GAC family website and you have the GAC community. Tell everybody what that's about. Yeah. Very excited about that. And that's uh, just beginning, just beginning to build that out, but we are really, uh, excited to hear what our viewers think and interact with them and then provide them a forum to interact with each other and with our talent. And so much of the differences with our channel versus others is that our talent loves the viewers and they love to interact with viewers and they love to uh, really, you know, have that experience where they're able to get to know, you know, I mean, uh, they, they're, uh, countless number of of our of people that I know, both on the fan side and on the talent side, have said that some of their their finest moments are spending time interacting with people who are fans who follow them, maybe saw them in series when they were growing up, and so that will be a forum in which people can interact with each other and they can interact with talent, and then they can find things that they wouldn't ordinarily find. In, in the, you know, the overall uh, digital space. And so we're looking at creating something that will be what we call, you know, a community to allow people that are, that are focused on family-friendly content to interact with each other and, and, uh, and also uh, create content in, in a little bit of a different way. So, for example, Cameron Matheson is uh, a, Chris, a Christmas decorating expert and he has uh i think it's twelve thousand lights on his in some form through the outside of his house and i said to him one day you know how you know my biggest challenge at christmas is like where do i store my lights how do i store my lights what do i do and i don't have twelve i i'll tell you that much and he said he has a system that 
that minimizes the space he uses and is, you know, he, he feels like it is really uh, helpful. And I was like, oh, you have to not only share that with me, but I, th- I would think there are a lot of people who would love to see a five minute video about kind of how Cameron puts away his Christmas decorations and how what his system is and learn from it. And so it'll be things like that. I think that, again, you know, the talent can shed some light in areas of, of expertise. You know, good Danica McKellar is a math whiz and having her do math tips or, you know, I think it's, it's just endless when you think about the amount of content that we can create that creates an experience and adds value and gets the talent to be better known to people that love them. So the programming on GAC Living is a little bit different than what's on GAC Family. Yes. What kind of programs can people watch on that network? So ultimately, right now, we're airing uh, content that we uh, license from or we acquire from Discovery and the transaction. So it's a lot of content uh, that is uh, that ran on HGTV and Destination America. Uh, ultimately, though, we'll create our own lifestyle content that will include everything from, you know, cooking and decorating to uh, things that are celebrating Americana and small town America and some of the things that we think uh, will spotlight places in the country that are overlooked very often and and give people uh, a little bit of a different perspective than just so focused on New York and LA, which is where seems like there's a tendency that for the media's and, and networks to spend a lot of time. Right. So for people who you run into or people who say, oh, gee, what do you do? What kind of work do you do? And well, you're in charge of GAC family and GAC living. So what would you say what is your goal and your objective for these stations? What would you tell people? We want to be the leader in family television. We uh, think that we've got assembled a terrific team, not only at the at our networks, but also on the talent side. Uh, people who have uh, have you know are well known to the audience and who the audience loves, and then on the production side with MPCA and our agreement there, uh, we want to present high quality content. We think the genre gets the rom com genre gets a bad name to a degree by a quantity over quality. Uh, philosophy that I think some channels have and not all Christmas uh, movies are created equal and not all rom-coms are created equal. Just because something's a rom-com doesn't mean that it has a lot of heart and emotion and a romantic story and has some funny moments. Uh, Some of them miss the mark just because they're rushed and there isn't the amount of time spent in creating a quality offering. So we want to be relentlessly family friendly. We want to be consistent and we want to be high quality. And if we do those three things, I think that we'll deliver on the promise and we'll be the leader in, in the space. And the same would hold true in the lifestyle area. I mean, I remember as a kid, there was, it was always you get together in the living room or in the den. Everybody gets on the couch. The kids get on the floor or they get on the rug and you get in front of the TV. I mean, that goes back to me like the 70s, you know, like happy days. You know, you get on the exactly. Get there That's a good it. show. That would be a good choice. And, and you know, John, it's like it, it's with with movies and especially around the holidays. That's the time of year when you know people really come together the most. And so, uh, 
certainly being uh, focused on the Christmas picks makes all the sense in the world to us. Bill, it's been an absolute pleasure meeting you. I recommend to all people I speak to and all my listeners, find GAC Family, GAC Living. If your cable system does not have it, give them a call and say you want GAC Family and GAC Living. Great movies, television shows of the past that we all loved and grew up with. So definitely tune in. Bill, have a great day. And thanks for joining me. Thank you, John. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to meet you as well. Thank you, everybody. I'm John Contratti, and you've been listening to Up Next. I hope everyone's been enjoying Up Next. I really appreciate the positive feedback I've been receiving. There are more episodes ahead. And for any one of my listeners who enjoy cooking, I have a brand new cookbook called JC in the Kitchen, and it's now available. 80 great recipes to try with your friends and family, so to get cooking. So JC in the Kitchen can be purchased through Mascot Books and, of course, Amazon. Thanks for listening, everybody.